This podcast is brought to you by She Society, sharing the perspectives and stories of women Australia-wide. Hello and welcome to Buzzing About with Michelle Beasley from She Society. Today I have the pleasure of speaking with Sam Bloom. Her story, Penguin Bloom, uh, is based on her life and things that have happened to her along the way. Now, Sam was an active mother of three sons. Her husband, Cam's a professional photographer. Sam was a nurse. Life was good for the Bloom family until a fateful trip to Thailand where Sam suffered a fall and changed the lives of the Blooms forever until they met a little magpie called Penguin who came into their homes and into their hearts. So the children found him and they took it on themselves to care for this broken little bird. And in the meantime, it helped their whole family to heal. It helped Sam to see the world in a different way. She'd been quite depressed and she started sport again, kayaking, surfing, and looking after something else helped her to move on in her own journey. It's been my great pleasure to talk to Sam Bloom today. She's an inspiration for us all. And this movie, which is released on January the 21st, is one that I can thoroughly recommend. It's a movie for our times. It's a movie to make you think. And it's a movie to make you feel. Hey, Michelle, how are you going? Hello, Sam. Lovely to speak with you. I've been reading your books over the holidays. Oh, really? <laughs> yes, yes, they're lovely. I was at the beach, so I felt like I was with you on the northern beaches. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> so thank you for speaking us to, uh, uh, to us today about your film, which is going to be released. Um, I know you're on the northern beaches, so how are you feeling being let out again? Oh, yeah, I know, I know. It's, it's, it was, you know what, I, we honestly can't complain being in lockdown here. Because we were still allowed to go to the beach and go surfing and, you know. Oh, terrific. Yeah. So, you know, I feel sorry for the shops, obviously, because um, the suburb where there was the cluster in Avalon, you know, um, and it's awful for cafes and whatnot. Oh, of course. On the whole, we can't complain. No, not at all. That's a bad spot to be stuck in. (laughs) I know. I've seen your beautiful house in the film. How did that field having your place as sort of one of the characters yeah it was it was pretty cool I mean they did change it a lot our house is quite funny because our house is very white you know the walls are white and everything's white and then um so they moved us out and then they came in and we decorated it so they painted it and put wooden ceilings in and changed the lights and and the furniture, just to make it, I think, a bit more moodier and darker. Yes, I did feel that. It had that mood about it. And then when you opened the windows, when the curtains were thrown back, you saw that magnificent view. So it really added to the suspense, didn't it? Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's why they put the curtains up, I think, um, just to block out the view. Yeah. It, is, it rubs it in, it still does, you know. It's been eight years and I still sometimes look at the beach and just kind of get... <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So oh they, no! So they kind of sum that out really well in the film. Yeah. Yes. You want to see? You want to see the lighthouse 
and the beach and all oh, that. Oh, yeah, I love cool. the lighthouse. That, that's one of the metaphors through the film, isn't it? And and how you yeah. feel can be gauged through looking at the lighthouse. So I thought that was done brilliantly as well. Oh, cool. Now, I was wondering, how did you find out that there was about a film being made about your story? Um, well, uh, when was it? Geez, it must have been in 2016 um, when our first book came out, Penguin Bloom. Yes. And um, Cam, I think Cam may have sent a copy to one of the producers, Emma Cooper. Cam knew Emma from a long time ago. Okay. And Emma just happens to be really best friends with Naomi Watts. So <laughs> Emma sent the book to Naomi and that's kind of where it all started. I think... I think our story resonated with Naomi because she, you know, she's got kids. Yes. Emma has kids, and they just thought this might, this would be a really great film. Oh yes, I was wondering yeah. as I read, and the photos are so beautiful. Like Cam's done such a beautiful job. Did he just document that at home because he's a professional photographer? He just took lots of photos when you yeah. found Penguin. Mm-hmm. Cam can't help himself. Oh. There's always a camera around. Yes. <laughs> Oh, I said you put like, oh my god, I can't put the camera down. Um, yeah, no, he it just I mean that's what Cam does. He loves taking photos. And yeah, when we found Penguin, I mean she was so gorgeous, and so you know, he would take like, so many photos of her. Oh. So that's sort of where it all started. Oh yes, no, that was wonderful. Um also y- your early life you spent travelling with Cam. So you've been yep. to some amazing places. Five times in Africa, I hear. I love Africa. I've loved that. I've had this thing for Africa ever since I was like a little kid. Yeah. I don't know why, but I've just, it's just like, yeah, it's this Africa, Africa, Africa. I love it. Oh, I've been there three times, Sam. Oh, and cool. I was, Where have you been? Oh, just in South Africa, but we were meant to go to Botswana at the end of March, going a little bit more oh, off the beaten no. track. So, yes, I, I can understand your affinity with it because it changes you going somewhere like that, doesn't it? Oh, it is. There's something magical about it. There's yeah. something about it. Yeah, yeah. So you've always had that affinity with animals and I know your dad would bring in wounded animals and, and look <laughs> after them. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> so with your three beautiful boys, you stayed home and cared for them and then suddenly you decided to go travelling. Yeah, yeah. You know, because you know our initial plan was to take the kids to Ethiopia. Oh, wow. Yeah, I know, because Cam and I absolutely love Ethiopia. And so we sort of thought, oh, well, the boys are old enough. I always wanted to take them to Africa. And um, we were going to go um, fly to Cairo and then fly down to Addis. Yeah. Which is what Cam and I have done in the past. Oh. And it was just bad timing. There was a lot of political unrest in Cairo at the time. So we thought, no, 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 that's too dangerous. We'll go to Thailand. And you the, know, it's easy and safe. Yes, and, all these choices. And the boys wanted to go to Disneyland, didn't they? Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, we, we ended up taking them to Disneyland, but that was a lot later. Yeah. But yeah, so that's how come we went to Thailand. Ah, oh, and then unfortunately you had your accident there. I'm so glad you have no memories of the fall, but <laughs> the aftermath was quite, it changed your family for a while, didn't it, Sam? Oh, definitely, yeah. I mean, I, I always would say that the real me died in Thailand. Yeah. Because I, I used to be happy, you know. I, I love my life. I was super active. You know, I would be, I don't know, surfing or mountain yeah. biking or playing soccer every day. And I that know. was just me. 
You were just a real water baby too, weren't you? Yeah, totally. And I thought, yep, we'll all grow up surfing together and travelling together. That was my dream. Yes, and those photos. Devastated. I know. Those photos of you with the boys doing the surfing and the skateboarding. Coolest mum yeah, ever. Yeah, that, yeah I, I love that because I've always been a tomboy. Yes, yeah, so, yes. Yeah, having three boys was like perfect. <laughs> well, I have three boys too, Sam, so I oh, know cool. exactly what you mean. And yeah. our travels with them have been so wonderful. You get to know each other even better. You're a little team, the five of you, aren't you? Yeah. Uh-huh, 100%. Yeah. So, and how are the boys now? How did they respond to your new life at first? Uh, it was hard. It was super, It was so hard. Um, yeah, I think, like, Reuben, our eldest, uh, yeah, it was hard for him. I think Noah, our middle son, he was probably the angriest. Yes. I don't know, I don't know why, but he used to come in and see me, obviously, you know, when I was in hospital, and when I came home and I was, you know, I used to say to him, look, no, I'm like, this is pretty crappy what's happened and we can't change it, but we just sort of have to make the most of it. And yeah. I, I, I did want him to go and talk to somebody, but he, he didn't in the end. And yeah, it was hard. It was, it was really hard. It was like, yeah. it was almost like, um, like the roles had reversed because they were looking after me and, uh, you know, instead of me looking after them, which is what I'd always done. I know. So that- yeah, it was tough. And um, I wasn't the same mum. I came home and I was so sad. Yeah. You know, I was devastated. Well, it takes angry. time, doesn't it? It takes time to get even used oh, to new circumstances. Yeah. And I yeah. loved the portrayal of you and Noah in the story. It showed that relationship and what you had to go through to get where you are now. Yeah, it's been tough. It's a tough journey. Yeah. Well, let's get on to happier things. Tell us about the arrival of Penguin. Oh, uh, man, she came at the perfect time. Because, um, you know, when I came home, like, that was funny, I guess, when the reality kicked in. I was just like, wow, this is my new life. And like, to be honest, I didn't like it. Yeah. And so it was about three months after I got home and um, we went to my mum's place for lunch and Noah found a little baby magpie that had been blown out of her nest. So we, we thought if she if we left her there, she would have died because she was so tiny. Yeah. And so, yeah, we brought her home and... She just changed, I think she just changed almost like the dynamic of our house. You know, I felt like I had just brought everybody down, you know. I was really sad. You know, when you just feel terrible, you make everybody feel the same way you do. Yes. And so when we found Penguin, she just brought some happiness and excitement and took the focus from from me and you know we kind of put all our energy into penguin yes and making her better again when you've got something else to think about and look after and in the movie it showed that you didn't really like her at first is that correct i know know. 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 it's funny i don't know what to say but no not really (laughs) i love I know it's not funny. I was like, oh god, I I love penguin. <laughs> yes, but I mean, it's a wild bird in your house. Things happen, so I would yeah. be a little bit the same. Like we have a family of magpies that we love. They live in our garden, and Christmas right. Day they gave us the best gift. They were teaching the little ones to fly right in oh, front of the deck cute. where we were having Christmas celebrations. So yeah, That's they so can cool. be beautiful, but yeah, in your house. <laughs> I know, she did too a lot, and yeah. Yeah. Um, but she, she was gorgeous. There's something, there's something, I don't know, like an energy, an animal kind of, there's yes. just a beautiful energy. 
They're very yes. smart, aren't yeah. they? Like people who've been oh, swooped yeah. would probably disagree with us, but like I talk to mine, they'll come and show me like a really big worm that, and I'm like, oh, that's great. Yeah, that'll be a great breakfast. And the boys are like, are you talking to the magpies again? <laughs> yeah, we talk to them all the time. That's so, yeah, they're intelligent eyes and they know that you're their people, which I think a lot of other birds like, I don't know, pigeons and stuff probably don't know that, but yeah. Yeah. So oh, I th- yeah, no, they're beautiful. We've got another one at the moment, oh. um, a little one. Oh, God, he's so cute. Yeah. Like, he's, like, I think we're all completely in love with him. <laughs> like, the poor little thing, um, I think he must be maybe four or five months old and he can't fly. His, his feathers were really brittle and they kept snapping. Oh. So we're trying to um, – and like, I saw another family had him for a couple of months and, and then they sort of – message cam saying oh can you guys take this bird so we're like yeah um, so we're trying to you know make him stronger with a good diet and hopefully yes well you're going, experts yeah. now aren't you <laughs> oh my god i know we're not bad <laughs> yeah you know, and nice for the boys you, you've seen what it's done right. for them so and it's just it's a kind nice way to be yeah Oh, my dad was the person who'd bring the greyhounds home that were going to be put down and we'd oh, look after really? all the different and ducks that, yeah, so oh, I wow. get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you totally get it. And one special mem- memory just between you and Penguin, can you tell us something like that? Uh, like a favourite thing? Yeah. Yeah, I think, well, for me, it was when Reuben turned 13. Yeah. That, that was so cool. Um because she, oh, how old was she? She may have been like a year and a half or something. And, um, you know, she, at that time she'd fly away for a few days and come back and, you know, fly away. And then it was like on Christmas Day and she flew away. And then the kind of like, you know, the time went on, it was about six weeks. Yeah. And um, we thought, oh, no, we thought if something may have happened, like she may have been killed or with it, we had no idea. And then it was Ruby's 13th birthday, and I remember saying to him on his birthday, you know, oh, imagine if Penguin came back, you know, as a joke. Yeah. And we're at Mum's again, <laughs> and Cam got a phone call off this lady saying, oh, I think Penguin's inside my house. <gasps> and so he went over and he picked her up, and it was her. Oh. So that, to me, is so cool. Like, it's the best birthday present ever. Oh, he would have been thrilled. How wonderful. Was, and at oh, 13, so cool. yeah. Oh, that's a wonderful memory. Thank you for sharing that with us, Sam. Now, and since then, you found solace in your kayaking and surfing. Can you tell yep. us a little bit about that? Yeah, sure. Um, well, I, when I was in rehab, um, I used to always complain <laughs> that, you know, that I would never be able to do anything that I used to be able to, you know, like I could yeah. never play soccer and run and all that. And so I was so lucky because there was a sports recreational officer there and and I said to him, well, maybe I could kayak. And he was like, right. Mm-hmm. And so um, it was a couple of weeks after I got out of hospital and I first started kayaking. Yeah, and I loved it. I love being on the water and I love not being in the wheelchair and feeling sort of normal again. Yes, you look so natural out there. <laughs> it took a while. Oh, my God. Is that I've got no I've got no bounce because I've got no core. Yes. So I just like staring at the front of the kayak, trying not to fall out. But you um, have got determination, Sam, haven't you? Yeah, I am quite determined. I'm like, well, I'm going to do this. Like, yeah, it's like this competitive, like, determined, like, yep, I can do it. Yeah. So, yeah, the kayaking was just, ah, uh, it was a bit of a godsend. It was, it was unreal. And then when I got on, the, um, I went to a few races, you know, after a year and yeah. got on the Australian team for paracanoe. 
And, you know, so that was unreal. It was kind of, it was the first time kind of since the accident that I actually had a reason to get out of bed. Like I had a goal. I had to get up. I had to go training. Yes. So it was was awesome. It was so good. And and you travelled again too because of the sport. Yeah, I went to Italy. Oh, that's wonderful. I've never been there. So you won up on me. Oh, haven't you? Oh, man, Italy is awesome. Yes, we'll have to go there one day. Yeah, want to add it to your list. Yes, I will. Um, what do you hope audiences take away from the movie, Sam? Um, geez. I just, I just think, I just hope that they don't take, you know, kind of anything for granted, like just kind of be attentive to, like just the, like little details, like the smallest things. Yeah. Because that's what I miss. Oh, I yeah. sound silly, but just being able to jump up out of bed and go for a walk to the beach, you know, just things like that. I also think that we are braver and more capable than we think we are oh, when facing, like, certain challenges. Definitely. Yeah, and I always would say to people, like, don't put your dreams on hold. Yes. Like, that can happen today because you just never know what, like, tomorrow may bring. Oh, exactly. for me, that is what I'm so thankful for. Like, up until the accident, I had done everything I wanted to do. Like, you know, I'm like, yeah. Oh, this, you know, obviously it was before kids, but I was like, I don't know, I wanted to go trekking in Bhutan, so I would do it. And, you know, I want to go to Africa, so I would do it. Yes. So you just don't want to have regrets. You seized every opportunity, and you're an inspiration yeah. for us all in that way, Sam. Um, even in the holidays when I was about to say no to some things, I'd read your book and I thought, no, 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 we don't know what's going to happen next. Let's That's go and do idea. that now. That is super cool. And walk on the beach every day and, yeah, because we can. And, I mean, even other parts of the world now, people can't do that. So, I know, I know. That's funny because, yeah, with the whole COVID thing, I mean, yeah, like you said, it is all around the world and, you know, lockdown and, yeah, I guess, I don't know. It's it's weird because I think after the accident, it was almost like I was in lockdown. Yes. Because you can't do what you want to do. No. And so it's kind of everybody's had like a little taste of, you know, what it is like to have things taken away that you want to do. Exactly. Well, thank you for speaking us to, to us today, Sam. You've been no, an absolute you, pleasure and an inspiration <laughs> and wishing you every success for this film. Thank you for listening to the latest episode of Buzzing About with Michelle Beasley. This podcast is brought to you by She Society 